B-Sides. I like that? That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. We keep working on it. Yeah, well, that's it. I think I, I got to formalize it more. I got to get more structure. I'm going to download one of those uh, DJ apps and, and, and do that. And maybe maybe we can kind of create a standard one that goes on all the B, beginning of the B-Sides. We just call you T-Pain? That's important. <laughs> <laughs> <I've been laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, So, yeah, this is the B-Side where we dive into some quick hot topics, share additional information, our point of view on what's going on in the world. And today we, we're, we're taking a look at this crazy world of the day trader who's been taking over on the app Robinhood. Um, that's something that's been amazing to see because uh, I think I learned about Robinhood in 2013 when they officially launched, set up an account, and it was, the, the value proposition was great. Like you can trade stocks for free. Um, there were some limitations, but you know you didn't have to go through a broker. A lot of the companies like E-Trade, there was a $3.99 fee, and essentially they changed the market and innovated on the space. What it did was is it, it opened it up to millennials who were now used to using a mobile app on a bunch of different devices. Now you have the ability to take it in with uh, stock trading and do it very rapidly and quickly. What we've seen of late is during this COVID, COVID world where sports have been gone, um, you have people who are used to betting and, and making trades and bets, and et cetera, looking for a new outlet. And Robinhood has been, you know, essentially that outlet where people have been buying stocks. And what we've seen is people have been taking risks that traditionally, if you've been in the space like a tool, um, you know, you would never make these type of bets. Like people buying penny stocks. And I think I read that typically all the penny stocks are up like 75%. Um, no <laughs> reason behind it. It's just that people are like, you know what, this is 35 cents. Let me let me just put $500 in there and see what happens. You, you do a play money. You can do a play money. Put like 10K into there. See what you yeah. can tell you. See what and you can do. If it goes up like 10, 10%, you know, that penny stock, you feel like you've done something. Um, but, you know, that's, that's what we're seeing. And the hot topic around that is <laughs> it's not going to last. People are getting it, losing their shirts. And uh, one that I know we wanted to talk about specifically was Hertz. And Hertz yeah. is crazy. In a world of Hertz, baby, a world of Hertz. Yeah. <laughs> crazy because it was a, you know, you know, a major company, well-known, well-brand. I actually saw an ad in the magazine for it yesterday that just came to my house. And I was like, oh, no, Phew, the timing is so off. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what the scariest part of that thing is? You're getting magazines still delivered to your house. Who reads magazines anymore, man? <laughs> Shit. Is it, is it Vibe? What is it? <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> oh, man. Everything's online, baby. <laughs> I know. I know. But they have um, a couple of Got things. Architectural digest, man. Come on. <laughs> these these shishi fufu types. <laughs> I'm thinking about. Blowing this wall out. Make another room. All right, go ahead. Sorry, man. That's your perspective on Hertz. So Hertz, okay, so I, we talked about it a couple times now offline on our chats, and then a couple years, a couple episodes ago, but I wanted to dig into these cats, and then when I found out it was it's founded by a Chicago dude, I wanted to go deeper. Sup, baby? 1918, right? Founded by Walter Jacobs. He bought 12 cards from your hood. Uh, right. Clyde, 12 Model Ts from Ford. <laughs> called it Rent-A-Car. Five years later, sold it to a dude named John D. Hertz. And that's how it got its current name. Okay, wow. so this thing's been passed around like a, I don't want, 
We shouldn't say it. I'm going to say it. Keep it PG. All right, all right. Keep it PG. All right. Pass around. Let's just say it's a pass around a lot. If you think, Jesus. if you put an all star weekend out there, you might, you know, you know where I was going. No, right? I know where you're going. <laughs> Jesus. So pass around, unloved by their owners, right? So it, you know, it's, it's been, it was, I think, acquired by GM early on. Yep. And then, you know, um, I think Ford had them for a bit. Then some private equity went public, went private, went public. It's public now, obviously. That's how you've been able to trade it. Um, 2012, man. So, but it kept getting laden with debt at each one of those stops with its current, uh, current home. Basically, let's put it that way. 2012, they started borrowing a ton of money through bond offerings to buy thrifty and dollar. Yeah. So those are like to diversify their kind of pool, right? So, but nothing was integrated properly, I guess, is what we came to know. It became a problem. So Hertz's business model. I didn't know this. They make less money on renting cars out to us. Mm. You know, they make the most money selling those goddamn cars when they're done with them. So they buy them at cheap um, from they get deals directly with the where, you know, with the with Clyde's people right. in Michigan. And, you know, and they get them cheap from the manufacturers, rent them out for a bit, then they flip them and they make a great profit. OK, so that all worked great. So then after a while, since they were laden with a ton of debt, they couldn't go to the banks and hey, get another loan to buy more more money so what they did so wall street it's called financial engineering and i want you to guys just get this thing so you when you look at stocks like this know what's going on behind the scenes so you know you're gonna lose or win um they went to so it's called asset back minority they said asset back security abs they set up another company that bought the cars leased those company cars back to hertz mm. so then they traded only that portion that own the cars on Wall Street. Wall Street's like, all right, cool. That's an asset. It's backed by an asset because if everything hits the fan. We can sell these cars and make our money. All right, guess what happened? COVID hit. Right? <laughs> Car real sale market went to shit. And so there's no safety net. So that's what I want. You know, they couldn't sell the cars, ton of debt. 17 billion it was owed to the creditors at the time, plus interest. They knew they'd last a few more months. They started going to, they trialed chapter 11, right? We talked about that in a previous episode. Um, they owed near 20 billion at that time. So that basically that was going to be a reorg, right? But what that does, it puts an automatic stay on a company. So you can't, the judge basically starts lining up cats of who gets their money first as a creditor. Like if you've invested in them. And this is going to tie back into why you should invest in these kind of companies or not, right? So just know how you're protected here as an investor from us three or people like us who are retail investors, like right? buying it through Robinhood or whatever. So judge is going to line everyone up first. Assets are protected first, right? Bank or mortgage for the buildings, cars, or machines, they're going to be backed, right? Because they're going to say, hey, if there's anything that's going to pull value, let's try to save those dudes, those cats, and then hopefully they can pull money if the business turns around. Then the corporate bonds are secured. Then the vendors off of Hertz, the IOUs, you owe us money for like branding or marketing, whatever, they're going to get taken care of. Last is people like us, stockholders, right? So you're last in line. That's why I want you, that's why I was going with this whole thing. There were people that bought it at 50 cents and it went up to seven. Mm. All right. But they, they thought, Hey, I'm an investor. They're the same dudes from cryptocurrency in 2017. I'm an investor now. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, you're riding a wave, but that's good. Just know that some people, they, I know some, I know some, she made, she made 10, 12 K off this, which is cool in three days or f- five days, something like that, like a week or something. It's cool. So she saw it jump up to seven fifty, and then also started selling crazy. She put it in order to sell it. Luckily, she was able to get out at five after buying it at less than five. So she made like 10, 12 K. And then she told me, about it. I'm like, Oh, that's dope. Okay, cool. Now just be, just be careful. Cause if you're the person buying it, so let's say she bought it a dollar, sold it to you at five, sold it to someone else at five, someone else buys it at five. You're basically all you're doing there 
is, um, you know, <laughs> you're buying your place in line to lose money, for, like, you know, lose your money. That's all you're doing, right? So you're essentially you're all going to lose your money at some point, and as long as you can get out in time. So the Hertz, God bless them, try to pull a fast one, try to, you know, release 500 million, yeah. try to, yeah. they're like, hey, man, look at us, judge. SEC, SEC, SEC said, oh, hell no. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? So you got to look at you like, nah, man, nah, Tito Jackson, man, this is Michael Shaw, right? So, um, that, so just know that's what's happening in these penny stocks. If you want to get in, just be quick to get out. And, you're, and you may not get out at like seven. I don't do it. I've done it. You know, I'm sorry. So, I, and Clyde, this may hit it close to home. Sirius XM, I used to look at them as my penny stock. I used to play them, yeah. right? So they always hover around five, six. They, the highest they've ever been is 12. And that was a decade ago. I don't know, way, a long time ago. So I used to play them. So a penny stock is anything under $5 a share, right? Um, and then generally you want it closer to being a penny, you know, like, right? So, and then you can flip them. So I used to routinely throw, and this is, this is going to horrible. I used to throw like a chunk of cash at them, make like 20%, 30% and pull out. Right. You get taxed on it, whatever. But yeah, I would make it, I make a decent amount on it, but it's a stupid way to play. All right. It's just, it just be, just be careful. Right. Cause those companies that are trading that low, there's a reason. A lot more risk than reward associated yeah. with. Yeah. But they close, so just they have close an appetite for it. Yeah. There's somewhere right now, if you bought it, the problem is so many people who jumped on that bandwagon bought it at around between four, between three and like three and five, five fifty, something like that. Now it's down to like 140. Hell yeah. Right now. Like it, yeah. it, it, and, and it's going to stay around there, like unless you get another influx of, you know, randoms to kind of jump the stock so price up to one way. Five. Yeah, one way you could have played it. So let's say it got to seven. You're like, man, this is stupid. Why, right? And you heard about the 500 million thing that they're not going to get. You could have shorted it there at seven. It may have gone up, and it had gone down. As long as you could then buy them back and liquidate your shares, then you could have won by shorting at seven. It goes down to like three or four, one forty, whatever it's at right now. You could have made that difference. Um, but then you'd have to have someone that would want to buy from you. So, so, so here's just, 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 just as we mentioned in a previous episode about our stock advice here, let's be. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I'm going to clear it up at the end. Cause I'm not getting, I'm not getting sued. I have no time for that. We, 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 we are not, we are not, you know, we're not providing stock advice. We're just saying, here's the th- thing about what I, I would say, what you just said is full is the people who are buying the majority of people who bought these, this, this hurt stock and did, you know, and, 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 and rose it and rose it and, uh, and increase the price point. I, I think I don't know if everybody's savvy enough to do what you just said, right? And yeah. and not saying people are people people aren't smart. It's just that you when when you're playing like that in the market, you have to be savvy and you got to be on it, right? And I think and I think that's where people are getting caught right now. And in the even to the point where you brought up the Robin Hood traders, like people are getting caught by by playing, yeah. trying to play that world and not doing it correctly. There's people who are sharp as shit who don't, who don't need to be in in market trading for decades, but I've just, I just caution your, your ability to be savvy. If you were just the, you know, you just got into it. It's just, it's a, it's a risky, it's it's a risky game that you can lose your shirt over. And even the savviest of savvy investors, they they could lose on that clip easy, right? Cause you think, Hey, oh, let's, let's do it. Let's ride it. But then, Hey, do you get out in time? Whatever. So just, just protect yourself around the board. So yeah, we're not giving stock advice, but just know what you're getting into if you are. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the things with, with all of this is not only being a savvy investor, but just understanding that the stock market is a two-sided marketplace. For every buyer, there has to be a seller. Um, that's the thing. So it's not necessarily you're selling into a company or whatever. You're selling it to some other person on the other side. So yeah, be savvy enough to understand when's the right time to buy and when's the right time to sell. Um, and then the other interesting thing about Robinhood was um, 
they started to give out money and I'll make sure I get the right terms so correct me, but money on margin, right? So pretty much taking out oh, yeah. um, from Robin Hood and unfortunately, you know, you had a guy who um, read this. almost up to a million dollars in loans and couldn't couldn't handle it and uh, went to a very dark place. But uh, yeah. that's something that, you know, as people are planning this space, taking out like, oh, I see Hertz is down to a dollar or 50 cents. Let me take out a loan on margin of a million dollars so I can flip it really quickly. And if no. it hit like it's supposed to hit, what are you going to do to support that? So that's why right now Robinhood is really getting a lot of scrutiny mm-hmm. by regulators to understand how they're using their platform, how they're monitoring it, and how they're you know, just holding the people accountable for it. So, um, yeah, this is a hot topic that we want to touch on today. Yeah, somebody there was somebody alone who just jumped into the stock, started doing trading two day, two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> makes makes an average salary of forty five thousand dollars a year, and I'm gonna give him a million dollar loan. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of these day traders. So they would sign up with day trading companies, right? And the day trader, the the owner, the owner of the company would say, "Hey, you got to park three to six, or depending on what your margin, what you're gonna be doing, three to six k of your own cash in our bank account." Before you can start trading, because that way, if you lose that much in a day, because they have limits, we're going to take yeah. that out of your pocket, and then you're you know, you're done, right? So that's how they operate. So it's it's cutthroat. So just uh, just be careful. That's all. I'm, that's all we're saying. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the B sides uh, <laughs> that we were talking about today, and uh, <laughs> check out on our platforms and check it out on thewhiskeyhue.com. Go to Instagram and follow us. Follow the whiskey here. All right, so this, this. <laughs> Man, I'm not editing. I'm, I'm gonna leave all this in. All right. <laughs> Peace. Peace.